This is Brian. This is Mike. And we're the Game Night Guys. Each week, we give new life to some classic games and introduce you to new ones. But you'll have to wait your turn. And this week, the game is Scary Tales. Scary, (laughs) scary tales. Based on common fairy tales that we're going to find out about soon. But scary. But they're scary. It's scary because it's a deck building game. That's why it's (laughs) scary. That's a scary part for us. You know how we love those deck building games. Hey, Mike, this is Scott, a.k.a. Seder69 on the Twitters and host of the Seder Sphere. It's Podcaster Appreciation Week, so I am calling to let you two know that I appreciate your show and you and all that you do. I really, being a gamer, I really like your show a lot. And I have two games I keep meaning to send to you. I just keep forgetting to pack them up and get them over there to Arizona. But I swear to God, you're going to get these games eventually. And i got to go to the game store today because they've got a couple games for me waiting. Because I have a huge collection of games. I mean, huge. I have, if you've ever heard of the Munchkin card game, I have everything of that. And then, oh, I'm not going to goob out on you. I call to say that I appreciate your show. And you two are very funny. And I just get a hoot out of you. And if you're ever in Monterey, you let me know. I'm more than happy to show you around. And uh, I'll arrange a game night for you here and get all my buddies out, and we'll all play some games together. All right, again, thank you for your great podcast, and we will talk to you later. Bye-bye. And I promise I'll get those games to you. Thank you, Scott, for that voicemail. And thank you for sending us this game that we're going to play right now. You did. You After you sent us th- that voicemail, you later uh, mailed us some two games actually this is the first one we're going to play but we do want to apologize scott sent that voicemail (laughs) a little while ago a couple weeks ago it was in february i believe (laughs) but we didn't have the thing set up to where it was notifying us and so voicemails i happened to be like two months later looking i was like oh i wonder if we've gotten any voicemails and i was like oh look we have plus (laughs) but but that problem's been rectified when you send us a voicemail we find out immediately so plus we kind of had some game scheduled so this is when it fit into our schedule anyway so so thank you scott for the voicemail and the game we should also thank scott for doing his podcast because it's pretty funny yes scott has a show called the Seder sphere it's at satersphere.blogspot.com we'll totally link to it in the show notes for this episode too he talks about his life he's an actor in the theater and he likes musicals and he likes board games and hockey and stuff like that so he also has a very thorough list of podcasts on his website which i found out recently because i was trying to kind of find some new podcasts to listen to and he recommended that i look on his list and it's very thorough very long he has lots very, to choose from yeah so go to his podcast website to see that as well if you're interested in hearing more podcasts he has a lot of suggestions on there all right let's see if he's any good at suggesting board games then because <laughs> i don't think that's fair though <laughs> it's not that he's not good at suggesting them it's just that we're not always good at playing them and this is a deck building game which we've struggled with in the past we have games like this kind of i don't know why they're just difficult for us to get I, yeah there's something about the those kind of cards and points like and, each time you pull it's a like card, an attack and a battle we we 
don't fare well with those. Well, let's see. But, but we're going to give this one our Game Night Guys try and see how we do it. This is basically, Scary Tales is like a series of two-player games that pits common fairy tale characters against one another. Right. And each set plays in about 20 minutes and features two challengers. Uh, you can combine the sets to play longer with more people and things like that. But typically, you play these only with one other person. And the sets that you can buy are just two famous fairy tale characters. So you could buy like the Big Bad Wolf versus Cinderella. Snow White versus the Giant. And Prince Charming versus Hansel. The one we're playing is Little Red Riding Hood versus Pinocchio. Although they only call her Little Red in it. And the box says that Little Red Riding Hood has become a girl scorned on a mission to prove she can rule the land. Pinocchio's lies have gained him much in life, in quotation marks, and he means to sit on the throne where no one dares pull his strings. With the help of these two combatants, companions, the woodsman, and the cricket, each of them will be tough to beat. Right. So here's how you play. Uh, you... The object of the game is to, at the beginning of your turn, have seven points. We will explain how you gain those points through relics as we go along. There's 24 fortune cards, which are two companion cards, 16 relic cards, and six event cards. There are 28 power cards, which include 11 influence cards and 17 creature cards. There's two character cards. There is one fairy card. Six character dice. And one fairy die. Die, fairy, die. (laughs) So to set up this game, each player chooses a character card. Do you want to be Little Red or do you want to be Pinocchio? I want to be Little Red because honestly, she looks a little bit more badass. She's got a, what is this in her hand? Like a mace kind of like that thing like Gogo had. And it looks like a trap actually. Pinocchio has a better um, little thing that you can use though. So I'm I'm okay. A nose? (laughs) No. After rolling each dice, you can use one of these things. Oh, right, right. That's true. But. Because they have, we'll explain this in a minute, they have like little things. Powers, if you will. Powers. Um, she's also showing her midriff. Slut. I know. She is kind of slut. And she, well, she's got some round boobs going on. She is a slut. She's kind of whorish looking. So players are then given uh, the set of three character dice that matches their character. And the seventh dice, the white one, is for the fairy dice, which is used with the fairy card and is set in the center with the fairy card and will be used later in the game. So here's my three dice. Here's yours. There's a fairy fairy. die, and we're going to place it next to the fairy card. There's lots of jokes that can be happening with this fairy thing. We're just letting them all slide by. I know. What's wrong with this? (laughs) (laughs) The power cards and the fortune cards are shuffled separately, which we have already done. Have we? Um, Let's do it. Let's shuffle these just in case. And then um, we're also shuffling the fortune deck as well. Wait, you already said that. Yeah. I don't know if I did, but you did. Well, whatever. Shuffling cards, shuffling cards. Six gets five. (laughs) 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 All right, so five power cards are dealt to each player's hand, and the rest are placed face down next to the fairy card in the center of the table to form a draw pile. That was a good job of talking while I counted. That is not next to the fairy card. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Saddle up your power deck next to your fairy. (laughs) 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 that cracked me up for some reason your power deck goes next to the fairy yeah (laughs) oh the difference one letter can make (laughs) 
Okay, so we dealt the five power cards to one another. Each of us also gets one fortune card. If it's a relic, it's placed face up next to our character. But if it's not a relic? Um, If it's not a relic, then you're... Oh, wait. If it's an event, it's discarded. So I have to discard it because mine's an event. Over there is discard because we're going to shuffle them later. All right. So then draw this. I have a companion. If it's a companion... (laughs) That's funny how this is like working right one after the (laughs) other. All right. So what happens if I deal a companion? It's placed up next to your character. And another fortune card is dealt until you've received a relic. Okay. So I, I dealt... The um, companion, the woodsman, so he's going along here with red. And then now I have a relic. Cool. Any events that were discarded are shoveled back into the fortune deck at this time. The rest of the fortune deck is placed in the center of the table for, to form a draw pile. One player is chosen at random to take the first turn. Me. <laughs> when I did that last time, you said no. <laughs> well, but that's not this time. Okay, I mean, we're going to roll till we get an eye. Until we get an eye? Yeah. We should mention that there's an eyeball on this die. And I got it, so cool. I get to go. So here's how we're going to play. Um, this is kind of like the the cliff notes, okay? I'm just going to go go through what we're going to do. On each play, on each turn, you do these These five, five steps. You're going to target the top relic card of your opponent's relic stack. And we should mention the relic cards have a number, and then they show... Uh, they show a group of objects that you have to roll your dice to match in order to take that relic. Right. What the relic is is, is not important. We At don't. All. We don't care if it's a cauldron or a tree or a whale's a, tooth. Yeah, or a magic loot or whatever. Okay, so you're going to target. You're going to prepare the attack by playing any pre-roll power cards, which we'll go over. Then you're going to roll the three character dice and resolve the attacks as described in a few seconds. You're going to play any post-roll cards, and then you're going to draw one power card, add it to your hand, and draw one relic card uh, from the fortune deck and place it face up on your relics deck, as described in the drawing card section in a few seconds. Right. So that's the cliff notes of what a turn is. Now we're going to go through the long and complicated version. Well, we're going to tell you what all the card types are. So there are the character cards. A character card may be used for its printed effect once per game after which it's turned over and may not be used again. Ever. Character cards may be used at any time during a player's turn, including after rolling the character's dice. So each of our cards has like a little something written on here. That, that we can help do. us, yeah. Right. There's also a companion card. So Brian has already drawn a companion card, the Woodsman. Yes. This companion card is drawn from the fortune deck, and it's placed next to your character card. And it can be used for its effect once per game, after which it's discarded, gone forever. Companion cards can be used at any time during a player's turn, just like the character card. So before a roll, after a roll, whenever you want to use it. Right. Okay, now power card. Power cards consist of creature and influence cards. Creature cards have attribute icons printed on them and are played before rolling the character dice. Those attributes are added to those rolled on the dice. Influence cards enhance the die roll or otherwise benefit the character. Some are played before rolling the character dice and they have a little circle that shows you the die before it rolls. It's green. Some are after and that's orange. Uh, influence cards without a symbol on them are played either either played instead of making an attack or can be played either before or after the attack. Power cards may only be used for an attack and may not be used during events or any other time the character dice might be rolled. 
Easy. Kind of confusing. But... I get it. This, I mean, this isn't as confusing as some of the other deck building games right. we've, played, we've played. Honestly, when we read this at first, we were like, say, well, fuck but, this. But what we, <laughs> we kind of went through the game and we realized we, we had to go piece by piece and we started to understand it better. So don't, um, be, don't be scared if you're hearing this for the first time. I don't think anyone's scared. Scary tales. <laughs> but they're sitting in the corner chewing their own hair. Let me explain. Knees up to their chin. Let me explain the fairy, the fairy card. Please explain certain, your fairy card. Certain cards in this deck are going to allow us to take control of a fairy. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, for me, it's like two Jacked and Cokes, but... This time, I guess I need to use a card to take control of a fairy. While a player has control of a fairy, they can place a fairy card. (laughs) When a a player has control of a fairy, they place a fairy card next to their character card, and the fairy die is added to their dice. So that gives them one additional dice to roll, one additional die to roll, and each fairy die is different. So if we had like the Snow White box or something, it would have, you know, different powers on it. Um, but this is the fairy we're stuck with today. Uh, the different- So it's good to be stuck with a fairy. In the, yes, in this game. <laughs> in this game it is. <laughs> um, no player can ever control more fairy, more than one fairy at once, which isn't a problem because we're only playing with one box. But if we were playing with multiple boxes, we can only have one fairy at a time. No multiple fairies. <laughs> fairies and boxes. This is like... <laughs> Fairies have nothing to do with boxes. What are you talking about? (laughs) Oh, God. Can we move on to event cards? (laughs) Did you have anything else to say about the fairy cards? No. Okay. Our fairy has like six-pack abs, though. Well, look at my woodsman. He is quite the uh, muscle god. He's a bear, though. He has no hair on him at all. Look at his face. Well, he's got a beard. Bear. But he he shaves his chest, apparently. Yeah. This guy looks like he's like half horse or something though on the bottom. Um, I think my woodsman's packing more than the fairy is. Oh yeah. Like I I was trying to figure out which is your more your type. No. <laughs> Their character. Okay. All right. Event cards. <laughs> if an event card is drawn from the fortune deck, its effect takes place immediately. immediately. Right now. And that's all it says about that. The event cards, they have like things written on them that yeah. you have to do. Relic cards uh, are really important in this game. So let's kind of talk about them. And this is something when we played this the first time, we had to read this like six times. So let's kind of go slow and really get this because this is like where you get points and, and i'm just gonna important. chillax and let you read this, okay because okay. i get confused about it and i i really understand this and it took took some time but i get it so each relic card has a number indicating its point value as well as its color on it point values are numbers or modifiers so there's numbers that are just a one two or whatever and then there's modifiers which are like plus two plus four whatever both of those are worth points uh the point value indicates the amount of points you're going to get uh, for this card, whoever controls that card. So this card in front of you has a one with no plus. It's just a point, so it's worth one point no matter what. Correct. Now, the ones that are called modifiers, they are only worth points if something else happens. So if a point value is a modifier, the relic card contributes to your play the points of that player only if you have the same color relic in that stack. For example, if you had a plus two and the color was orange you would have to have another card that had orange in it for the plus two to count for the plus two to count right now something kind of confusing if a modifier shows all four colors so there's like one of these that has like a multicolor rainbow thing on it it's only it only contributes if you have at least one relic of each color 
So that makes things a little bit more difficult in scoring. Each relic card has a combination of attribute icons, which represent the attributes that must be rolled on the character dice or present on power cards played in order to successfully capture from a controlling player. So this is what Brian talked about earlier. He called them symbols or something, but here they're calling them attribute icons. So to capture this card, you have to roll or play all of these attribute icons. Right. Okay. Easy enough, just complicated verbiage to kind of under to explain it all. Right. And now we're going to tell you about those attribute icons and how they work with attacking each other. When attacking, the player targets the top card on their opponent's relic stack. They may then play any influence cards in front of them to help improve their chances of success or creature cards to give them additional attribute icons. The player then rolls their character dice. So on these dice, there are some symbols. Uh, one is a sword, and it stands for strength. One is an eyeball that stands for wisdom. You'd think that would be a brain, don't you? Mm-hmm. Why an eye? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> See into the mind. Then there's a shamrock for luck. Each of these attributes can be used in their natural form, or they can be used as one magic, which is like this blue blurpy thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, magic, which is the blue burpee thing, cannot be converted into any other attributes. However, it is often produced in multiples. Three magic rep- is represented by, and on the dice, there are three blue dots. Three- it's pretty much always in sets of three. Very rarely is it a single blue thingy. Right. So on one of the sides of the sty, there are three blue balls. Right. <laughs> so to kind of like cut this down... Your card here has an attribute of two luck symbols and six magic balls. So to well, actually, or th- we two, ma- th- two, three magics because they refer to you have to have it be a three magic in order it to be right. Six you know I mean? magic balls, right? But it's it's two. Okay, you explain that then. It's two symbols of three magics each. So if I got because you you don't you you have to you only have to roll the four. You know what I'm saying? But I could play a single. Go ahead and explain it then. Oh, there's four symbols on here. Two are shamrocks, which are luck. Two are three magic. Three blue balls each. That I don't mean to make that more confusing. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs> Just confused where you're going. Explain well, you, that after the cat. Maybe huh? you already did. All right. And then there's also, you can roll a wish, which is a star. A wish can be converted into strength, wisdom, luck, or three of the magic balls. Right. And then there's one side that has nothing, and it just does nothing. Void. It's just bad bad mojo when you get it. So the player examines the results of their character dice along with any additional attribute icons they may have produced from their creature cards. And if they produce all of the attribute icons listed on the relic that they've targeted, their attack is successful. They take the relic and place it on top of their own relic stack, and all power cards placed are... And all power card plays are then discarded. If they fail to produce all of the attribute icons on the targeted relic, their attack is unsuccessful. However, all of their pre-roll cards they have played are returned to their hand. Very good. So if you fail, you still any cards that you played, you keep. Right. Okay. After an attack, the player may play any post-roll power cards they wish, attempting to turn failure into success. All post-roll power cards are discarded once they're played. And then also, and we weren't doing this when we played the first time, if you successfully attack in a two-player game, you can attack again. 
That's right. We weren't doing that. We were skipping that role. Yeah, we forgot about that. Okay. And we then forget about a lot of roles do. when we start to play games. For game night, guys, we really do forget roles a lot. We do. We received an email this week from someone about that. He's He said it's it's rather frustrating for him. Like, after we read the roles, we then we don't discard them. them. And I'm like, it's our short-term memory. We don't, yeah. We don't remember Well, them. when I'm editing, a lot of times, I will, like, hear us say a role, and I'm like, oh, we didn't do that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so drawing cards. At the end of each player's turn, they draw one power card and add it to their hand. Then they draw one fortune card, and it shows it to their opponent with the following effects. So if the card is a companion, it's placed... I mean, these are pretty much the same as before. If a card is a companion, it's placed in front of the drawing player, and another fortune card is drawn. If the card is a is an event, we have to do it immediately, and another fortune card is drawn. If it's a relic, it's placed on top of the drawing player's relic stack, and then the turn ends. Uh, if the relic card has text, the instructions have to be followed, and no additional relic card is drawn afterward, no matter who takes it. And if the draw pile with the power card runs out, we're going to reshuffle the discarded power cards into a new draw pile. And if the draw pile with fortune card runs out, too bad, so sad, we're out of fortune cards, and play will just continue till the end of the game. And the first player to begin a turn with seven points worth of relics immediately wins the game. Easy. Easy. If we wanted to play a longer game, we could play to ten, they say. Yes. And if we had multiple decks, we could play a longer game, so we could play... Uh, Mike and I could be playing this game, but we could be playing with two other people playing like Snow White and the Giant or whatever. But I think that would get confusing because you'd be like mi- mixing your cards. Do you shuffle all these together? How do you like? They might, maybe they're maybe they have different oh, they colors. Do. No, it says down here deck one, card two. Oh yeah. So but they, then you'd have, later have to. But maybe they're them. all gold. Yeah. Oh well. Well, are you ready to play this game? I'm ready. Well, let's do it. Do you want to say that only? No. <laughs> Let's kick this big. All right. I'm so good at this game. These look like sugar cubes in the corner. They kind of do. That would be bad for you. I want to capture that fairy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you go first, you said, right? Yeah. Uh, I go first because I won the opportunity to go first. So you're going to target my cooking pot. Oh, okay. To win my cooking pot, you will need to roll two swords, strength, and one luck. Done. Serious? <laughs> yep. No rolls? I guess I could roll. Do I have to roll? You don't have to, no. Okay. Take well. it. <laughs> so then these get discarded. And I take your... Cooking pot. And we are, we are stacking them. It's kind of like they're horizontal, but we're then showing... Like when you play solitaire and you're showing... But horizontal, the, yeah. The case, but we're doing them horizontally. So you're going to draw power. Draw and power. And do draw a fortune. And then I'm putting that there. Okay. So, I already have four points. So, in order to capture my currently shown relic card, Mike has to get a luck and three three magics. Okay, so I have a luck and one magic. I just need two. Plus, I'm going to play this influence card, which is going to allow me to reroll any number of the dice afterward. Oh, that's a so good I one. So, I need two magic, but I can do it in two rolls. Well, yeah, in two rolls. If you're joining us, you're just turning into nerdy power deck games. Oh, good. So I need one magic. I could do this. Ooh. Wow. That was a really good... But I already played this, so I have to play it, right? Mm-hmm. You got to turn your character card over See there. See a Pinocchio for one point? <laughs> what did I do? I just won the blue fairy's wand. If you just... <laughs> blue balls and a wand and on the fairy. I have a whale's tooth. 
Okay, so Mike just drew one of those modifier cards. It's got a plus two, but he can, but it counts because he already has a blue card. Yes, correct. There's a lot to know about these games. I, you know what? This I like this game. I get this better than than other games that I played <laughs> I in the past. Like I can tried we pause to, for one what? second. I mean, pause, not pause recording, but pause the game. We keep saying like the other deck building games we've played. We've played one, and it was dreadful. No, we played two. What were the two? Well, Cookie Foo. I see. We weren't. That. I was. We weren't saying the name. It was absolutely dreadful. What was the other one? Steam Power Draft, and we got it. Oh, Steam Power Draft wasn't that bad. It, yeah, but it I just mean, in the fun. past, I've played one of these. Should I tell the story? Yeah. We're doing a podcast. You can tell okay. stories. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I thought we were... Ta- that part we just said was off the record. No, I think it's on the record. Oh, okay. I thought it was just funny that we keep like saying other games, but it's just <laughs> Cookie Foo. <laughs> Cookie Foo was... Why are your hands up again? I'm stretching. <laughs> Before we were recording, <laughs> there were like, <laughs> I kept looking up and Brian's hands were in the air. <laughs> I am in mid stretch and I'm holding the stretch and stretching my back out. So anyway, I was shoulders. just, I thought it was funny that we kept saying like other games, but it, we're talking about Cookie Fit. I tried to play Magic the Gathering once and it went over my head. I don't understand these kind of games very well. This one is much better. This one is a lot simpler to understand. Um... So it's my go? Yeah. Well, let me see what I want to do here. Um, I don't have any pre-rolls that I'm going to play, so okay. I just need to roll these. He needs to roll a set of three magics. Oh, that was a terrible one. And two lucks. <laughs> no luck at all. But hold on. You have a post-turn, post-roll. Um, I'm going to make another attack. No, wait. No, I don't want to do that. I want to do this one. You may draw two additional power cards. So I could draw three then. Yeah. And a fortune. And a fortune, which is... Five gold pieces for two It kind of looks like a pile of shit, <laughs> doesn't it? <laughs> it's three, co- it's five gold coins, but it's like poop color. It kind of does <laughs> when you look at it from over here. Like. Discard this one. All right. Okay, so to win your pile of shit, I need one luck card. <laughs> You're disgusting, Mike. I also need to roll two magics, two sets of three magics, two sets of three magics. You get it. Ooh. Doesn't matter. It's not going to win me anything anyway. Okay, so I'm going to keep this. However, no, I'm not going to play that. I'm just going to... You know what? We forgot that freaking rule again. Oh, we did. (laughs) That we could attack again after we have a successful attack. Well, we know now. Okay, I got an event card, which we're going to do immediately. Okay, what is it? Starting with the player to my left. That would be me. You're going to roll the die, your die. The first player to roll pure wisdom with no luck and no strength takes control of any one of the fairies. If no player succeeds, then I take the fairy. So I have to roll all three eyeballs or can it be? No, nothing else. If a wish. No. Oh, no. It says no luck and no strength. Oh. Well, maybe. Okay. I'll give you a wish. Like if I, yeah. I'll give it to you. And I didn't get any. (laughs) It Are you been... sure it didn't say store swords for strength? Pretty sure. This fairy's mine. <laughs> you control the fairy. Uh, ooh, what do I do with this? Um, On the side. There we go. And do I take another? Hold on. I think something happens if it's an event. Pause. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, you have to do that again. And... Okay. Oh, yeah. <gasps> I got five points. I do, too. And yet I'm not making the weird sound. <gasps> 
It's your turn. Okay. Well, I'm going to play these pre-roll cards. Okay. So he needs two luck and one wisdom. And in his hand, he has one luck and one wisdom. So now he just needs a roll of luck. Totally doable. Done. Done, though. Now, are we going to keep ignoring the roll? Are we going to... No, you go again. You have seven points. Oh, okay. So... Oh, wait. So then I win. No, you have to start a turn with seven points. And this turn didn't start with seven points. Oh, okay. Because I could win points from you. Oh, okay. You probably won, but this did not take us 20 minutes. It didn't. All right, so... You have no modifiers. You have all points. Is that weird? That is kind of weird. I have a cuckoo clock now. Cuckoo, cuckoo. Wait, that wait. makes no sense. What the relic card says it's a cuckoo clock. What's what's new with you, Brian? Anything? What is new with me? Maybe we should talk about that before we finish the game. <laughs> before, in like before thirty I kick, seconds. Before I kick you and your fairy's ass. <laughs> we should talk. Tell them about Busy. Yes, we went to a meetup this week for the mobile app Busy. You can find them on busy.com or in your Android marketplace or iTunes store. They explain what they are. Do you know? It's a location based app. It's a recommendations engine. It's, it's, you know, like, okay, so you know, like Yelp. I like how you said explain to them and then you're like (laughs) hijacking this conversation. I am hijacking it. (laughs) I'm raising my hands hands in your (laughs) air. Go ahead. All right. So, so you, you know, clearly like, want you, to. You use Yelp. You go yes. to a place, you eat there, you're like, hey, I like this place. But then you have to go home and get on your computer and write a lengthy, well thought out review for it. And let's be honest, I use, I've been on Yelp since it began. I've written maybe 14 reviews in the last, what, four years, <laughs> however long it's been out. Mm-hmm. Um, what Busy does is it does a concept of called checking out. So you're at a place, you're like, hey, I really like that. You go to Busy, you launch it, and then you have three options. You either liked it, you didn't like it, or it was just okay. And then you give it one of those ratings. You can write anything up to, like, I think 200 characters. Mm -hmm. You can attach a photo if you want, and then it's done, and you've checked out. So they are taking a road trip from San Francisco to Boston right now. And every night, they're stopping in a different city and having a meetup. And we were their, I think, third stop during Mm -hmm, the trip mm -hmm. in Phoenix. And so we met Leah, uh, Clay, Gotti, and Ryan. Mm -hmm. And they were really cool. I liked them It was very cool. And it was very cool. It was. And Mike (laughs) is wearing the t-shirt they gave. uh, They gave us t-shirts. And Mike's wearing his busy t-shirt today. And so before we went recording, we went to go eat. And we were on our way to the restaurant that we, we, were eat, to, where we were going to Pita Jungle. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> Mike and I usually eat at one of two place, places together. Zoe's Kitchen or Pita Jungle. Yeah. Um, so when we were going there, I said, hey, we should use the Busy app and, f- <laughs> and figure out where we want to eat instead. Like, we should like do something adventurous or whatever. And Mike made this sound <laughs> that I have never heard him make. <laughs> it sounded like a sad puppy. It, can you can you recreate that? I don't that even sound? remember. It was something along like, oh. Well, <laughs> what I was trying to express was, we can, but I really want to eat a pita jungle. So that's the sound that came out. I know we've Aww. eaten that pita jungle twice this week. We have. I and was trying. To you get think. the same thing every time. Love it. Yeah. What do you get when you go to pita jungle? Hummus and chicken, ro- yeah. um, roasted chicken. It's delicious. Yes. It really is good. It, uh, Pita Jungle is one of my favorite places to eat in Phoenix. If you had given me the chance to explain what busy is, this is how I would have said it. How would you say it? <laughs> I just think it's four square, except for instead of checking in, you check out. Mm-hmm. So you kind of have the opportunity to kind of rate your experience, which four square doesn't 
allow you to because that i mean it's not an option plus right. you're checking in when you get there as opposed to when you leave so i think right. it's kind of an interesting and then they take concept. they take your ratings and everything and they take that data and it gives you customized recommendations so you can you can launch busy and say hey i'm in the mood for you know a restaurant or whatever what's near me and it takes your what you've liked on there along with other people who like the same things as you and it gives you a list of recommendations plus you're connected to your friends so you can kind of see your friends recommendations they they've the the app has changed so much since they first launched it it's really it's really cool and the cool thing about them taking this road trip is they actually get to talk to the people who use their product and find out about it and what they like about it what they don't like about it and take that information back with them and make changes and stuff totes <laughs> All right, so um, it's your turn. Okay. Oh I've wait, been... did I discard these already? Do I discard them before I make my second turn? Yeah. Okay. So I've I... been obsessed with Google Plus lately. I've been on it a lot. And then do I, I draw again? No. Okay. I'll play that. Oh shit! You win. You. I mean, you get this. Oh okay. I mean, those stars can be anything you want. So you're obviously going to make them a magic. All right. You get another turn. But I started my thing. No, you didn't start your turn with seven. Your oh. tur- this is your turn still. Now this is still my turn. You, I mean, you could give up your turn, because how, how deep am I going to get into your seven? All right. Or, what did you want to say about Google Plus? Nothing. I've just been using it a lot. I haven't had a chance to really delve into it a lot. I did my I've first... I've been kind of busy, so... I did... Not busy, like... <laughs> <laughs> not busy, like, the app, but kind of be you. I did, I did a lot... Um, my first hangout with some podcasting people. How was that? Kind of cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. Webcam, when you hang out, When you hang out, like, it shows you, like, everybody on their webcam kind of thing. So it's sort of yes. like Skype, but you're all in, a, like, a, a group together. chat. Yeah. yeah. And it's kind of cool, like... I mean, we all talk over each other, but when one person is talking, their picture, their webcam comes up predominantly and the rest are small. Ah. So it's like a pretty smart thing. But I talked to um, that cunt, Nessa. <laughs> she goes by that. I'm not the, just... The cunt Tessa. Um, and Taylor the Latte Boy was on there. And there's some other podcasters, Virginia Pickle and some other people, which was really cool. Kind of interesting to like see Taylor speak. Because oh, I've yeah. definitely heard him speak plenty. I've even talked to him. Mm-hmm. But to hear him, I mean, see him while he spoke was weird. It is different. Um, you know, um, the Live It Up podcast, uh, they recorded theirs with Google Plus this week. Normally, they use Skype because one is in uh, San Diego and one is in uh, North Carolina. How was the quality? Good. It sounded just the same. How was the quality? That's the answer. To, did it sound just the same? Oh, it's great. because. <laughs> well, oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. <laughs> My headphones fell off. Um, it was great. It sounded, they always have really good quality because Daniel's like really into good sounding Tech stuff. Yeah. yeah. Very uh, cool. He probably has like a Rush Limbaugh style microphone in his house. I don't know what Rush Limbaugh's microphone looks like. It's probably made of gold, made with the sweat of babies or something. <laughs> and covered with, um, what's the painkiller he was addicted to? Oh, I don't know. Oxycontin. Yeah. I wish I had some. And that. covered with the Oxycontin dust. <laughs> Um, it's still your turn unless you wanted to just pass to me and let me go. Because well, no, I, I, at the start of my turn, I have seven. It's still your turn, though. So you don't win until I get one more turn. Oh, really? Yeah. You could keep going, though, because you just captured this. Or oh. you can just say, like, go, let me have my turn, because how deep am I going to get into your seven? Um, well, let's see. I would have to win two cards from you for you to not win on your next turn. Okay. Well, you can go. Okay. Because I don't really have anything I want to do then. I don't have much 
um, to be honest. I like this game because I'm winning. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh. Uh, Did your fairy help you with that that roll? No. (laughs) I thought I got it, but I didn't. Stupid fairy. Your turn and you win. I win. Ta-da! All right. Well, that was like 20 minutes. Was it? Well, except for the time that we talked. I didn't get to tell you the story about my kitchen. Oh, please tell me the story so, about your kitchen, Mike. I seriously was like, I'm not going to tell him this while we eat lunch. I'm not going to tell him this while we eat lunch. Yeah, sometimes we've been lately eating lunch like before we record, and it's kind of weird and annoying because <laughs> we start to tell each other things, and then we go, no, no, don't talk about it yet. Don't talk about it yet. Because you don't want to tell the story and then... And not be fresh. And when I tell you, you will be like... Ha <laughs> I've heard that story. And normally when we're eating, like when we're talking over lunch or whatever, I don't interrupt you like I'm doing right now. Is that true? It's true. <laughs> <laughs> so this isn't even a great story, but my kitchen lights have been out for like a month. Did I tell you this? The, like, Did you take a picture of them and put them on your blog or something? Maybe. The lights in my kitchen. In the bathroom, they're t- out too. Oh yeah, well those are two bulbs, yeah. But in my kitchen, it's like those long tube fluorescent. Oh God, right? Who buys those? So Apartment complexes. Totally, but we can't get a hold of them to replace them, so they've been out. Why can't you get a hold of them? We call and they're not there. Oh, do they have... I thought you had like an online service. To pay rent and stuff. But not for customer service? Mm-mm. Well, that's stupid. Long story short, they've been out for a very long time, and I have like... The laundry room has light, and the dining room has light, so like there's light, but it's not like strong good light Mm -hmm. so we just kind of been living without so anyway this past friday i went and i bought new ones and put them in my kitchen is filthy i had no idea how disgusting i've already cleaned it up but like Mm -hmm. the counter like the splash area splash guard thing yikes it is like really filthy and i had no idea before you got here today and it's not perfect but um i actually swept and it was amazing the pile of stuff that this kitchen I was able Don't to even get me started on the floors. And I mopped a little because there was some crap hard. But I still need to I need to spray off my back patio again because look how dirty it we is. We had a so. haboob over here in Phoenix. Everybody's heard about I'm it. I'm going to rant about the haboob for a minute. Go. All right. I've lived in Phoenix for about 14 years. And they have never called this particular storm anomaly a haboob until now. That's never. not true. That is completely true. Because I can tell you. They s- always called them rolling dust storms. Right. We have we ever had one that's like that was this tall and this wide though? Because mm-hmm. my I have a friend Jennifer who I've talked about plenty here, and she's told me stories about her dad liking the word haboob. See, uh, maybe dad, I don't listen I mean, to the dad, news or something, but I've never heard it until this year. Uh, well, I haven't heard it before this either. I, I think, and plus, in everybody in the country was talking about it too. So True, it was like thanks, Rachel news. Maddow. Hey, don't be mean to my Rachel. Um, can I tell you also, last night I cooked something in the oven, and this morning my oven was still on. So. <laughs> oh, you know what I did? All right. So one Saturday, like I kept coming in here, and I was like, oh, got to take out the trash. Something stinks in here. And then I, I would go out. And the way my kitchen is, it's sort of like, really, you can't see or smell or anything unless you're in the kitchen. Like, it's sort of separate room. Yeah. And so then later I went out into you know, my bedroom or whatever, and then I came back and I got a glass of water, and I'm like, oh, man, yeah, I got to take the trash out. Something stinks in here. So I took the trash out eventually, and then came in the kitchen later, and I was like, oh, man, it still stinks in here. What there is was that? a dead body in here. No, I left the gas on. 
What? <laughs> on the on the stove top. You have a gas stove? I have a gas stove and I left the gas on <gasps> from that morning. <laughs> Did you light a match? No. Don't light a match. I, I know <laughs> not to light a match, Mike. That's crazy. Yeah. But gas doesn't smell like trash. Uh, well, it just smelled like spoiled something. something. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I, what I did is I turned it all the way to the opposite end. So it was on like low. Oh, gotcha. And gotcha. so it's just been filling up this room with gas for <laughs> quite a while. Days. Yeah. <laughs> you could have died. Carbon monoxide poisoning. I could have. I've seen it happen. Remember Rescue 911? Mm-hmm. <laughs> William Shatner. Anymore. We were talking about William Shatner an hour ago. That's why that's... <laughs> Any more non-sequiturs you want to throw in? Okay, let's finish up this game. What did you think of this game, Brian? I actually did enjoy it. I like, enjoyed I didn't, it too. I didn't think I would because I, I'm scared of these games. I really right. am. Is this a game I would pull out at a party? Well, it's two players, so no. However, comma... Perhaps if you and I sat down to play board games, I would play this one again. Because I I think I would get better at it as I kind of learned how to play it. And hopefully this will satisfy those of you out there who are saying that we're playing too many, like, crappy games. Amy in New Zealand. Did she say that? (laughs) She did say that. (laughs) Amy, be nice. (laughs) We will get to your game eventually, Amy. What game does she want us to play? Carcassonne. Is it like a game or just a card game? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so amy new zealand is anti-facebook does she have a google plus do you think i don't know i might be a friend on there i don't just forget i guess we'll find amy new zealand if you're on google plus why don't you give mike a shout out yeah you want to invite just let me know yeah. i'm like rolling in the invites <laughs> knee deep <laughs> that's it for this episode of game night guys links show notes and photos of the games we play can be found on our website gamenightguys.com Email us your suggestions at hello at gamenightguys.com. Leave us a voicemail at 480-648-GAME. That's 480-648-4263. And you can follow us on Twitter. We are at Game Night Guys. You can also follow us individually. I'm at Mr. Mike Lawson. And I'm at Cheap Blue Guitar. Join us on Facebook and tell us about your game nights at facebook.com slash game night guys. Thanks for listening. As always, you're invited to our next game night. It's your move. Goodbye. Bye. Right, it's recording. So you stopped and started? Yes. Are you ready, Michael? Yeah, should I time it? Yeah. Why do we do any of this? Okay. <laughs> All right, ready? What's the point of life? Yes. This is... Oh, I almost <laughs> said your name. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> 50 shows, people. We've done 50 shows, and we still can't even say <laughs> our name right. You should see us set up the soundboard every week. <laughs> every week we're like, where does this go? Where does this plug fit in? Oh, it's so bad.